Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, coming at you guys with a weekend recap. I was hoping to have a special guest today, but unfortunately they couldn't make it, so let's just get right into it and see what we can see from last weekend. And as we, oh goodness gracious, here we go. Uh, sorry, the server's a little bit slow. <clears throat> okay, so as you can see, we have our games already up for this week. Trying to get those out to you guys uh, Sunday evenings after the weekend estimates are up. Uh, good turnout so far, so let's keep it up. And I wonder if it might have something to do with this little promotion we are rolling out. So it, we're doing the so in the call sheet of the week. And and we'll get to to the winner in a second. Oh, I, well, this isn't actually described. Anyways, we're having a promotion going on for the call sheet of the week. We're gonna test this out, see what the response is. Just add another la layer of of competition to this great, wonderful, fun game uh, that we've been playing. Basically, come at me, bro. If you can get the highest call sheet of the week and it not be my call sheet of the week, and I think I've won call sheet of the week at least one or two times previous, just saying, then I will award the winner $25 bonus on top of their winnings. So let's say, for example, our call sheet of the week this week was Gamble 24X7. Gamble 24-7. He had a his call sheet of the week was not in the feature presentation. It was actually in the $50 best boy. Congratulations. Stranger, Stranger. Boomerang fans out there will get that reference. And so, so basically, if uh, no matter what contest your call sheet of the week appears in, you will get a $25 bonus added to your account. But once again, if I'm the call sheet of the week, Nobody wins that money. It stays in my pocket. But if you win the call sheet of the week in any one of our five contests, uh, in addition to winning the money for that contest, you will be rewarded a $25 bonus to your account. So, so, so congratulations to the call sheet of the week, uh, Gamble24x7. We'll get back to that in a minute. But let's go to what everyone looks forward to, which is the feature presentation our top game with the most prize money involved. And this week it was won by our relative newcomer. I think this is his fourth week in Ring Balls 22. Congratulations, Ring Balls. And also thank you for joining our group chat. We do appreciate it. We definitely are keeping up the chatter throughout the week in a public fashion about the Cinema Draft game, strategies, and how best to pick the winning call sheet. For those of you who aren't in the, the group chat, it, actually, a group, uh, group me doesn't have a really you know convenient way to, to spread it, but definitely check our social media, check our Facebook page. We'll, uh, we should have information there on how to join our group chat if you just scroll through the posts. Okay, so let's dive into this call sheet and see what was going on with Ringballs22. He scored 287.21 points, and he was and he basically uh, skewed to conventional wisdom, which was some form of either having two Logans and a Skull Island or two Skull Islands and a Logan. He went with two Skull Island actors and a Logan. He had the headliner stack of Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston. He went with Patrick Stewart as the headliner from Logan, which pretty much ate up about 57,000 of your of, of your uh, 
salary or of your uh, call sheet budget. So from there, this is where he had some inspired choices. So he went with a three pack of the Indian movie, what I like to call the Indian movie, Badranath Ki Duhania. He had the headliner stack of Aliyah Bhatt and Varun Dawan. And then he also stuck in uh, uh, ch uh, the the cheap one of the cheaper actors, uh, Akanksha Singh. Okay, I totally butchered that, but you, you know what I mean. Anyways, uh, he had he had a three pack of of Badranath. Then he went with the headliner stack of Hidden Figures, and this is why this is what makes this one of my favorite call sheets of the, of the weekend. In in retrospect, because we had no idea Hidden Figures is still out there getting it. Look at this. Hidden Figures was the seventh-ranked uh, movie at the box office last weekend. Pulled in 2.76 million at the box office and 1,421 screens. Still good for nearly 2,000 a screen. Just out there getting it. Uh, over 162 million total grossed off a 25 million dollar budget. That's just, I mean, oh man, that, that's just this is a great success story right there. And the fact that it's still out here, I mean, it it led. The limited release. Look at it on only fourteen hundred screens. It had it had almost a million more than La La Land did on fifteen on fifteen hundred seventy eight screens. So La La Land had over a hundred screens more, but did over a million dollars less. God bless you, Hidden Figures. Just that's just you know you're you're out there doing the Lord's work. So that headliner stack of Taraji and Octavia, you know. You was was probably the difference. It got it netted him seven point seven three uh, points in the limited release category. Only, I mean, and and like I was saying, the conventional wisdom last week, last weekend, was that you're gonna have you know a really pricey. You know, it's gonna be stars and scrubs. It's gonna be really pricey with you know a, a two and one of Kong and Logan, and then you know most people kind of flock to a United Kingdom, which did some work, mind you. United David Oyelowo. Of United Kingdom, the headliner from that, and uh, Rosamund Pike, uh, the headline, uh, his co-headliner, also would get you 7.42 points, and that's where that's the 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 brilliance of of Ring Balls 22 strategy was that he had the headliner stack from Badranath and the headliner stack from a United Kingdom, so he so he really did get. As you really get much, he really got a lot of bang for his buck. Although it cost him in hidden figures, hidden figures was still priced at seventy five hundred and seventy one hundred respectively for the headliners, but a United Kingdom's headliners were only fifty eight hundred, fifty four hundred. So what you saw from from a lot of people is that they loaded up on a lot of a United Kingdom. And and most likely just punted with say like a table nineteen, which was also bargain basement for. Uh, a limited release instead of really kind of ringing, you know, the ringing the register from hidden figures like Ring Balls did. It, it, this is, I mean, this is quietly a really brilliant call sheet only because he got value where we saw none out of limited release in hidden figures. So congratulations for your win. First, I believe your first win in the feature presentation, a new strong player in the game. And it's every week just watching you get better and better has really, really been exciting for for uh, everyone over here at Cinema Draft. So thanks a lot and congratulations, sir. So let's, so basically we have a three-way tie for second and between BTTF, Gamble 24-7, and Jaybird. And so we'll just click on, say, Jaybirds. It's first up there. Because they all had pretty much the same call sheet in some form or fashion. And basically they had, uh, they 
all shared two Kong Skull Island actors, the, the headliner stacking Kong Skull Island. They had uh, Patrick Stewart, Stewart from Logan, cheaper than two headliners. And then they had a, a five-pack of a United Kingdom, including the headliner stack of Rosamund Pike and David Oyelowo. Oh, or actually, no. I, I take that back. Sorry. So they so they were able to get a headliner in Rosamund Pike, so they got 7.42 points for her $5,400 salary. But then the rest of them were one, two, three, four, four non-headliners at about 5,000 each with 5.30 points. But what he was able to do was he was able to squeeze in, get out. Uh, the, the headliner, Daniel Kaluuya, God, I still can't say his name. You know, I'm looking forward to you being, a, you know, a, a big star off this movie, Daniel, because I cannot say your name for the life of me. Oh, he was in Sicario. We loved Sicario. Great movie. And yeah, I think he was uh, Emily Blunt's only real friend in that movie. Anyways, uh, so basically, they went with a five-pack of a United Kingdom with only one headliner in Rosamund Pike. And then they punted on the limited release uh, category with table 19 at 2.35. So, so this actually probably was, you know, one of the, the top strategies as far as trying to get some exposure to get out, which still did gross 21 million or, or almost 21 million in its third weekend. Uh, and then the, 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 the Kong Skull Island headliner stack, and then Patrick Stewart from Logan. And then, and then, and what, and they are only three points behind a little bit less than three points behind uh, Ring Balls 22, but what cost him was was not having access to another Kong Skull Island, which really, I mean, it, it really did some business. It, it, it's still a really close race. This strategy made a whole lot of sense to me. I think I did a variation of this uh, in one of my call sheets, but uh, and it seemed to be the conventional wisdom as, like I said, there was a three-way tie between Jaybird, BTTF, and uh, gamble 24-7. And I, my call sheet for the feature presentation was just a mere four, four plus points off the pace. And my strategy was I went with Badranath. So I, I basically went with, oh, so I went with the Shack. So I couldn't afford, uh, I, I could, my, my, my strategy, I couldn't afford, um, I couldn't afford get out because I wanted to get some, some points out of limited release, and it turns out Moonlight. I mean, it, it's petering out. It's it's seen its best days. Uh, the money I spent on Moonlight could have been diverted to 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 replace the Shack. The Shack cost me ten grand for Octavia Spencer as a headliner, which got me fourteen points. Respectable. It made ten million over the weekend, but those points probably would have, could have, or that salary could have been better served had I. You know, gone up. You know, twelve, uh, two thousand seven hundred to get exposure to Daniel Kaluuya in the shack, or even better yet, you know, just gone after you know hidden figures for cheap. Didn't know. So I also had a head. I also had a a, a one, two, three. I had a, I had a three pack of a United Kingdom with Rosamund Pike as my headliner. And I believe the Indian movie. I that's one of the things I did get right. I uh, headliner stacked Badranath uh, for twelve point zero four points each for each headliner at fifty eight hundred dollars each for each headliner. So I was just five, just about almost little, little under five points off the pace. Good for top five, and that's why I wanted to have my special guest because as we saw last week, there was a highly controversial. <laughs> 
gauntlet thrown down by Jay Devlin, who bet me 20 bucks. I couldn't make the top five in my own damn game. And, or actually the top six in my own damn game. And I made top five. And guess who was sixth? Oh, hello, Jay Devlin. So thanks for the 20 spot. And also thanks for landing the top six. And he was <coughs> he was less than two points behind me. And his strategy was he had two he had the headliner sack from Kong. He had Patrick Stewart from Logan. His misstep was doubling down in limited release on table 19, which you know did you know only 2.35 points for its headliner. Uh, Craig Robinson, and then actually had a non-headliner in Wyatt Russell for 1.68 points. That movie's so dead on arrival. I'm not even sure if it's in the talent pool this week. So he did. He did. What he did get right was he did get Get Out. He did get uh, Daniel K from Get Out as a headliner. So he got those points right there, which is true, shrewd strategy. But his misstep was probably spending on Table 19. Where else would he could have saved? He probably could have saved. Uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, actually, he probably could have just even gone a United Kingdom. A non-headliner from a United from a United Kingdom pr- would have gotten him probably another 5.30 points. So that would have been enough to probably leapfrog me. Um, I, I still would have been top six, but at least you wouldn't have suffered the indignity, the absolute indignity of not only uh, losing the bet to me, but also coming in a slot below. But great call sheet. Love seeing you back there, actor Jay Devlin. Uh, I'm sure we'll be duking it out some more, hopefully on a recap this week on maybe Friday. So let's take a look at our talent pool for this week. So uh, newbies to the fold this week, Beauty and the Beast, which is tracking at over 100 million plus. It's it's quite bananas. Like I think they're saying could do 120, 135 million this weekend. I don't have kids. I'm not in a relationship right now, so I don't necessarily see the impetus for me going to see Beauty and the Beast. But all y'all kids have at it. I'm sure it will be a very loud and wild two hours at the multiplex. The Belco Experiment, which seems kind of interesting. Um, it's, uh, it's it's basically a, uh, the, Belco, the Belco Experiment is basically kind of uh, this – it's a it's a thriller slash horror. It's like it's like Die Hard in only only in an office building where you know people are just trying to find and stay alive. Some weird, sick, twisted thing where uh, where uh, you know the owner of the company or something is basically said it's a social experiment. Like you have to kill other people or be killed yourself. Very weird, very creepy. I'm the, the trailer is kind of interesting. I'm oddly intrigued, but I'm not sure if I'll actually go see it in the theater. Uh, Song to Song, which is a uh, it debuted at, at South by Southwest this weekend, I think. It's Terrence Malick. So this sucker, if it even debuts at all, it'll probably be on two screens. So you might be might be a hard fade, hard pass on that one. And then also uh, Bluebeard, which is uh, which is our three F of the week, the foreign focused film. Uh, it is a Korean import, I believe. Where, uh, what's the tag? Uh, so, so someone sedates their landlord before a medical checkup when the old man begins telling him a convincing murder confession. Sounds like a thriller. I believe it's set in Seoul, South Korea. So um, we'll we'll see how that does. But it's our three F of the week. Not exactly sure how. Oh, I believe it's only giving me on eleven screens. So that might also be 
a fade for the week. So basically, in just taking a look at what's going to be out there, you're gonna you're, you're most likely going to be headliner stacking Beauty and the Beast, um, and then Stars and Scrubs once again, and then just trying to figure out you know where the value is on the lesser known titles. Uh, Bad Redaf might have some staying power in its second week or second weekend. Uh, Kong Skull Island. I mean, you know, word of mouth is key. I saw Kong Skull Island. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's a great time at the movies. So you might want to take a look and and see if you can squeeze, uh, even if not a headliner, just you know, one of the you know the the secondary actors into your call sheets because that's going to be key there. Personal Shopper got raves on only four screens. Assuming it expands some, it might be one to watch. It could be a case where it gets three or four hundred thousand off of like twenty-five screens, which would be phenomenal for it. Uh, Raw, uh, assuming it expands out some, it might be a hard pass. I'm not sure what the market is for <laughs> cannibalism on screen. Logan still has still might have some thump. Um, think it might pull in about twenty million in the box office. Uh, the shack is is probably going to peter out some get out uh, price down at uh, twelve thousand because it's just I mean it's it's had a really strong run it'll be entering its fourth weekend its third full weekend release and uh, yeah it's but we're we're keeping the pricing the same because once again word of mouth has kept that afloat too I wouldn't be surprised if that also brought back another sixteen seventeen million this weekend. And then a United Kingdom still has value. And then the rest of these are kind of nearing the end of their run. I'm intrigued by Hidden Figures. Is that the one to watch again for limited release? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, if, let's just sort by limited release real quick. Uh, limited release, you're looking at the Belco experiment on 1,200 screens before I fall, which, I mean, it should – I wouldn't be surprised if this actually tumbled all the way into a platform release. No one's – seeing this film before I fall. But uh, it, that'll be on 1,100 screens, estimated 50 Shades of Grey still out there getting it. John Wick should actually drop just below into limited release. And I might look at some value for John Wick uh, Chapter 2 here, only because it's still fairly popular, uh, but it's I, I think it was a victim of on be, being on too many screens. If it is another 2 million-ish, uh, uh, 2 million-ish for... Uh, uh, on you know 1,700 screens or so, I might take a I might take a look at John Wick Chapter Two as your limited release uh, punt right there. And so those are some some values to look at. We'll go deeper into just the shot list, uh, which we are tape or not just the shot list. Sorry, that was last week. Uh, we actually have some guests. We have the tripod returning. I'll be taping that tonight. This is a Tuesday, March 14th. It should be posted. Um, tomorrow morning, which would be Wednesday, March 15th, the tripod, me, K, KG, and G-Nice, we'll see what's going on with them. Uh, and so for that por portion of the program, we'll take a look and see what we can see as far as, uh, as, as, as we can see what we can see as far as, as, you know, what the shot list is looking like. Your, your A-list, your co-starring, and the cutting room floor. So that's it for uh, today. We'll keep it nice and tight. We appreciate all your support. Tell all your friends. Uh, sign ups for free. We're giving out, you know, over $235 in the prize pool plus a $25 bonus. Come at me, bro. Uh, we are looking to, to see if we can fill up this weekend on 
we can look, we can look into see up see if we can fill up this weekend on uh, on the game. And if so, then we'll step it up. We'll you know expand more slots and bump up the prize pool. Looking to spread the word. So uh, appreciate you guys playing, telling everybody. Follow us on all our social media and tell your friends to go to cinemadraft.co to sign up free to play. And you know between now and the next podcast, go see a movie or something.